You're now listening to Service Unavailable Podcast. What's going on, everybody? First podcast from Service Unavailable Podcast. You can find us on all of your streaming platforms where they stream podcasts, and you can catch us live at 12 o'clock Eastern Wednesday on Twitch TV. And I've got a lovely co-host with me today, and her name is Kat. Hello, Kat. Hi, Bruce. What's going on? How you doing today? I'm doing pretty good. Ready to uh, get popping on this first podcast. You nervous? Maybe a little bit. Are uh, you? Uh, I don't know. I, I feel like we vibe pretty well, so I'm, uh, I, I feel very confident. I had a, uh, getting the uh, title out of the way was a little bit harder for me, so. But I, I feel like we vibe pretty well, so we should be good. All right. Do you want to tell them what the uh, what the uh, topic of the day is going to be? All right. So our first topic that we're going to talk about is true crime because we love true crime and murder porn. That's absolutely true. And also, I got to let them know, and you can uh, stop me if I'm lying, but you're a little bit of a online sleuth that tries to solve murders, correct? Uh, I don't know if it's necessarily solving murders, but I'm really into like trying to match missing person cases with Jane and John Doe's that are online. All right, all I got to say is being Italian, you probably should skip the Italian cases because I'm going to need a co-host for a little bit of the time, and you know them Italians, just saying. How you doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Try to avoid New York, New Jersey, that area. Right, we don't want you to be in the weeds. Yeah. Yes, we don't need you getting killed on our first podcast or second or third. I'm going to need you for a little bit till I can replace you, okay? I'm joking. All right, so what do you want to talk about? Well, recently, I mean, as recently as this week, we have some updates and a, a guy who went missing about eight years ago. His name is Rudy, Rudy Farius or Farius. I'm not sure how to pronounce his last name. Okay. But he was missing out of Houston, Texas uh, in 2015. And so he was just walking his dog and then his mom said he never came back. But his, uh, his brother had passed away in a car accident a little bit before that. They said he was depressed and had PTSD and whatnot. So here we come to this week. Let's fast forward. He's been missing eight years. Come into this week. And the kid is just found sitting on like a, a church stoop, just a little beat up. And I guess they're saying he was nonverbal. He wasn't talking or that's what his family had said. Uh, when they found him? I, yeah, I think I definitely seen this. And they said when they were talking to him, he would curl up in fetal position. He would talk, and then he was curling up in fetal position or something like that. I think I know exactly yeah. who this is. I heard about this. Yeah, that's what they're saying. He would get into a fetal position. He wasn't talking. But that's just what the mother said. Now we've got people coming out that saying, hey, I was there when they found him, and they got his family there. Let me find this guy's name. I'm forgetting it right now. But I guess he's an activist out there in the area. His name is Quanell X. Okay. And I guess he was he was telling the media that no, when I found him, they're saying he's he hasn't been missing. You know, his neighbors have been saying that they've been seeing him up and down, hanging out with the family and stuff. Everyone's saying no, he's been here this whole time. He hasn't been missing. Okay, that's uh, that's like the balloon boy uh, dad thing, where the balloon boy dad told the kid to go in the uh, balloon. And then the kid ratted on them on the news. Okay. That's strange. So he wasn't missing? According to what he says uh, Rudy is telling him, he's 
I guess Rudy had said to him that his mother's been abusing him, made him sleep in the bed with her and say that he has to be the father now, part of their family, kind of keeping him locked away, told him, you know, you were missing, but now you're found and you'll get arrested if the police know that you're not missing, you've been here or whatever. So he was always too afraid to say anything. And there's like reports on here saying that his mother was like feeding him mushrooms and stuff, like keeping him under control. Like mushrooms in a can or like actual psychedelic mushrooms? No, like psychedelic mushrooms, the trippy kind. All right. So that, I mean, that's probably not good to give to an eight-year-old, but I could get behind taking some mushrooms every now and then. Yeah, that's really odd. So why would they make him go missing for fucking eight years? That's very strange. Unless his mother's just completely batshit crazy. Oh, kind of like that, uh, what's her name, that gypsy girl where the mother pretended that she had cancer to get money off people, and then the girl wound up killing her with the uh, boyfriend? Mm, Could be. Gypsy Blanchard. Right, right. The girl that fucking, that, her mother was a whack job. And then she's a little, I I guess that would leave you a little tapped, so that's probably the reason why she's tapped in the head, because she looked a little, uh, different to say to 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 keep it you know safe she looked a little different but still yeah so that's that's strange maybe that's what's going on yeah that's that's what i've been that's the case i've been looking at this week but there i mean just the fact i I think you know because her first her older son died his brother maybe she just went into some kind of psychological i don't know crash maybe she all was a little crazy though we weren't there that's all now though that's all that's all the info we really have on what what's being said right now they're still conducting interviews i mean this was just updated two hours ago so yeah that's pretty weird i did hear about this on the news uh, a couple days ago maybe a couple three days ago when they found them yeah i think that was three two or three days ago yeah, yeah, they said that they found the kid and he was curling up every time they would go to talk to him. He was in fetal position. He wouldn't talk a bunch. That's pretty strange. Yeah, I would imagine his mother's a little tapped in the head. And he's probably scared shitless at this point because he probably thinks he's going to be in a lot of trouble, which I think the mother would mostly be in trouble for this. Yeah, it's a little odd. Yeah, uh, the thing that really threw me that you kind of just blew over is that his mom is making him sleep in bed with her. And like noon, yeah, that's 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 yeah, that's pretty odd to be honest with you. That's a pretty odd relationship, right? There, probably that's also a reason why the mother doesn't want him to tell because if he tells that, that's going to be really strange. Yeah, he kind of blew over that because it's just very strange. People are just very strange, and that's a really taboo thing because you figure in the kid went missing when he was eight. So this started when he no, was... No, no, no. He was 17 when he went missing. But now they're saying oh. he was actually... Oh, okay. Oh, he was gone for eight years. Got it. Correct. Yeah, that's still weird. Sleeping in bed with your mom naked. That's a really creepy fucking thought. Well, I read one article where it was saying... I think it was on the, the Sun, maybe. I don't remember. But it was saying that he... Uh, would sometimes try to sleep, like sneak out of the bed and sleep under the bed just to try to get away from her. But I wonder, I mean, if people have been seeing him and other family members had seen him, why did nobody else say anything? Or like say, hey, he's not missing. You guys can take down this missing person's report or whatever, because it's still been active this whole time. 
Yeah, that's pretty strange. That, who knows? Maybe like they figured they'd be in trouble. But why would you get in trouble for speaking out on something like that? That's strange. That's a real strange one. Yeah, and this one's still ongoing, so maybe we'll have updates eventually. Yeah, yeah, and we could come back to that eventually and definitely look into it. That is very, very fucking odd. But, yeah, that, that, that'd be a little bit weird being stuck as your dad. You'd be the son and the dad, and with your mom in bed butt naked. That's very strange. Very odd. And being forced to mushrooms. The mushroom parts, are, you know, the mushroom part, are, you know, it's, it is what it is. But, I mean, I don't think the mushrooms, I don't think if the cop came up to me and was like, hey, what happened? I don't think I'd be afraid to say the mushroom part. I'd probably be afraid to say the part, me sleeping in the bed butt naked with my mom. I think that would be a little fucking strange. I probably wouldn't tell nobody, not even my therapist. Maybe I would indulge the mushroom story a little bit further, but not so much sleeping with my mom. That is creepy. You've never seen my mom. She's old, so it would just, I'm just, it's bad. I shouldn't be thinking about this. This is disgusting. It's very strange, but Michael Jackson uh, did this with little kids, so I guess so. And I guess the kid also kind of got coerced into this because it's the mom, so it's somebody of authority, but that's still just strange. I'd be like, listen, mom, <laughs> I'll take the mushrooms, but that's about where I draw the line. I'm not getting my uh, pajamas in the bed with you. Thank you. Yeah, she emotionally manipulated him for sure along the way and yeah, yeah. physically him and all of the above. That's so fucking disgusting. As a person, you should just she's obviously she's got something wrong with her, but imagine because that's fucking not. Mm, yeah, that's definitely not normal. What's well, maybe certain places, maybe that in certain places like Alabama, maybe that might be normal, but I don't. I don't even think it's normal in Alabama to be honest with you. Sorry, Alabama. Yeah, Alabama. Maybe it might be normal. I'm not. Sure. I I would have to look that up, but I'm not positive on that. But at least it would seem normal if you're like, "Hey, I'm from Alabama, and I was sleeping in my mom's bed," and they'd be like, "Okay, that sounds about par for the cost. Sounds right." But yeah, but all jokes aside, yeah, that's pretty fucking strange. So hopefully, we'll find out what happens. And uh, I'll stay updated on this, too, because I did hear about this. I didn't really look into it too much. Um, but, yeah, that's pretty cool. It's pretty uh, It's pretty cool that you like to look at these cases, and hopefully maybe you can solve it. No, I don't think I'm going to solve that one. It's not quite what I like to, to try and solve. That's just fun to read. True, Crazy true. People Crazy people intrigue you. <laughs> That's that's probably why yeah. we're on this podcast. That, that makes sense now. That makes sense. At least I got a co-host for a while then. <laughs> Don't worry. I will make you sleep in the bed. It will take mushrooms. <laughs> okay. Sounds fun. Uh, but I know you like true crime too. So are there any cases that really stick out in your mind or that you think about from time to time or that you just really enjoy doing a nice deep dive into? That one really got me. The one with the confessions on that confession line. That shit was scary as fuck, man. The apology line. Yo, that shit was scary as fuck. It touched home because, one, I'm from New York. So, right there. 
Two, it was that answer machine. So that was that old school shit. Could you imagine that? Like coming home. And for people that don't know, the apology line, you should check it out. Go find it on YouTube or go find it wherever you can find the podcast. I think they have a podcast as well. I'll leave the link below to that podcast. That shit was scary. And at first, when they first came out with it, okay, so what it was is for people that don't know, it was... They started, I don't know, was it the 90s or 80s or whenever they started? But it was when they had answer machines. And this guy went around and he would put up flyers and tell people you can call up and just confess anything. Confess anything. Nothing's going to happen to you. He just want, He was doing an experiment. And people would call up. And so some people would be his friends fucking around. But there was this one guy that called constantly. That motherfucking dude. He put such a weird vibe in the air. And I don't even know if they caught that guy or not. And he would call up. And he was like a fucking murderer. And he would. they were like... So, so while it was going on, the guy's like, yeah, this is bullshit. You know, it's like bullshit. This guy's not really murdering people. And then he was like, okay, you don't believe me? I'll kill, I killed this person. He would give them like news clippings that actually happened. So that shit was crazy. I, I love that shit. But I, I watch tons of uh, murder crime cases. I, I love all that ID. I, I think that shit's crazy. I think the... Um, that one's really good. The one with the little missing girl, Madeline. That one, I deep dove into that one for a while. But that that confession line, that shit was insane. I love that one. That was nuts. I know you listened to that. What do you think about that one? Yeah, the apology line was great. That um, It started with, like, the apology project, I guess. It was started in the 1980s as an art project, like a conceptual art project by a guy named Alan Bridge. But, yeah, he was, I mean, that... If you listen to the whole thing, it's pretty intense. It's I believe it's his ex-wife who's do, hosting the pod, like post that podcast. It's a nine-episode series. I'm wondering, and they right. just kind of she really gets into it and like she tells the story so well because she was there for it all and she knew him so well. Yeah, and she took it over because he had, and that's the creepiest thing. He dies. He see, I don't know if I want to give it all away because if these people yeah. didn't watch it, I don't want to give it all away. But now I just kind of gave it away, but I I won't give the rest of it away. But that's what makes the shit even more weird. Uh, obviously, we know the circumstances uh, of what happened, but it just makes it so much weirder. That shit was so odd. And again, like I said, because you find out, you know, people are prank calling because you, you get that every so often. People want to hear their voice and they want to, you know, they want to be part of something. So they call up and just make bullshit uh, claims. Or But this one guy, he was I would bet my life this guy's real fucking was really killing people. He was calm. He was fucking creepy. Like, I'm going to meet you. I want to meet you. I am. It was really fucking odd. I like that one. That was a real good one. Yeah. And I guess the uh, I'm looking right now, I guess a man named Mark Thomas of the Payphone Project got the former phone number for the apology line in 2019. Uh-huh. and secured it so now you can call the number back and get back to like the payphone radio stream and and leave a message again yeah i think i'm gonna i'm gonna pass on that one that that shit really was weird for me that one was creepy it was so fucking creepy that i was listening to it in my house with my lights off i had to put my lights on because i felt like this fucking killer guy was somewhere outside my house it was, <laughs> it was yeah he i'm not really afraid of anything but this guy was so calm and collective and matter of fact about everything that i was like looking over my shoulder when i saw my garbage like this motherfucker might still be out there because i don't think 
they, see again i don't want to really spoil it but i'm going to be honest well because if anybody's listening right now they, they're hearing about this and they're probably looking it up at this point so he didn't get caught i don't think the guy that did that 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 murderer or because they were looking into him and they made the guy forfeit all the tapes over but i don't think they actually caught the dude that was like the killer or the murderer and he was really matter of fact about shit and again if they're listening to this they're probably looking it up at this point um he was fucking just very strange matter of fact and he was killing people or or telling the the confession hotline about things that were like you'd have to be there to be able to do these things so that's why i was figuring this guy was really fucking murdering people and he scared the shit out of me i'm not gonna lie so if you're out there listening please don't ever call my fucking house because i'm afraid of you 100 percent. yeah that was yeah uh, go ahead i'm sorry I was just going to say, yeah, I'm, I'm good on the phone calls, too. I don't even answer people I know, so. Yeah, yeah, me too. I just sit in my fucking little darkened room like a little vampire uh, person. But, yeah, that that was uh, strange. Definitely was uh, something that I definitely put my lights on when I was listening to that shit. I listened all the way through, and then that came. It's just because it's, it's, you know what it is? It's so creepy because it was back in, like, the 80s, 90s. It's like. The Blair Witch Project. Remember when you first seen the Blair Witch Project, the way it was shot? It looked like it was on, like, a fucking home camcorder, like one of those big VHS cameras and shit. It looked like your cousin or your uncle when he's taking a fucking, hey, guys, get together. Look, it's Bobby throwing the football. And you just, like, it's that weird shot look. So when you didn't realize that the Blair Witch was faked, spoiler alert, if you haven't watched the Blair Witch, listen, it's been out for 20 years, yeah. right? I'm sorry, but you can listen, guys. It's been 20 years, all right? The shit was staged. But but before you knew it was staged, when you watched it, you were like, holy shit. There's somebody in the woods cutting people's tongues out. It just was shot so well. And that's why that one resonated with me so much because that old, you know, that beep, and then the message comes on. It was just fucking so creepy. But, yeah, that one was, I was very interested in that. And like you know, this, those actors got like nothing for the Blair Witch Project because they were all students. Yeah, they got nothing. But the funniest thing is, is that movie was great. It was fucking. It was Go ahead. I just thought it was amazing. It was brilliantly shot. It was very absolutely. well done. Yeah, How absolutely. Cheap, you know, budget it was. Yeah, it cost them like nothing to do that, and that shit. It was fucking. I'm. I don't even live near the woods. But again, I was very afraid, like somebody's out there, some weird witch bitch is cutting fucking people's tongues out and making little stick figures. And here's another true story, okay, which makes it even creepier, okay? This was after the fact, though. My next door neighbor is like a clean freak, right? So when tr we have like a big tree in front of a house, and when sticks fall, the fucking guy makes little bundles of sticks and puts them in front of my garbage. It's fucking insane. He might be part of it. He might be part of the Blair Witch. He might be the person cutting people's tongues out. I'm sorry, my next neighbor. I'm joking. If you ever hear this, I'm sorry. You're a good guy. Thank you for the stick bundles. But yeah, it just was, it's fucking creepy. It's creepy as shit. Maybe you're on his good side, and those stick bundles are to show you that you're welcome. You're safe. That's true. I still have my tongue. You're very right. I think I am on his good side because one day an Amazon package came to my house. I brought it over to him. He thanked me. And I shovel his snow. Ever since he put the fucking bundles outside my house, I make sure to shovel his fucking pathway because I don't want my tongue getting ripped out while I'm throwing the garbage out. 
So he's way too close to my house. And he's a really nice guy, too. He's like a really happy-go-lucky guy. And those are the people that are murderous, right? Anytime it's a murderer, it's like, I never knew John. He was a great guy. That those are the people. So I make sure I'm extra nice to him. And I salt a little bit extra on his uh, pathway so I don't get killed. All right, I have one more that okay. we can throw in here to kind of wrap it up. And this one isn't so much as like a story, but uh, it's just news that just happened today. Good news for okay. true crime people. All right, so a guy, a 65-year-old man was arrested in San Diego on June 28th for okay. a murder that he committed back in 1984. And who is he? His name, let me, you put me, you threw me off. All right, his name is Donald Santini. I may have messed up by throwing in a possibly Italian victim. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Donald Santini, America's most wanted suspect, arrested after 39 fucking years. Could you imagine this? Sucks yeah. to be this guy. I don't... He doesn't look like... He... Got away with it. And he was on the run for those years. Like, he, they knew he did it. His DNA and fingerprints were there. This guy's just been hiding under an alias. Wellman Simmons was his new name. Yeah, and, and he Santini, he's Italian. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, I'm just saying he, he was in San Diego. He was the president of a local water board there. Like, this guy was doing good. And it just caught up with him. He got busted. I don't even, I'm not even sure exactly how they found where he was. Uh, he volunteered with his Rotary Club. <laughs> he did all kinds of stuff. This guy is crazy. But 39 years, he got away with it. He's been on America's Most Wanted three times. They've been trying to get him busted. And finally, they got him. June 28th, my mama's birthday. Nice. Happy birthday, Mama. A weird fucking day, but he looks like Mark Twain's long-lost cousin, like Todd Twain. He does. He looks like Mark Twain if you ordered him, ordered him off of Wish after he's had a few bottles of whiskey. Yeah, he looks like this man looks like he could quite possibly have, like, a Mr. Rogers special. That's the reason why he went unsuspected for 39 fucking years. This guy looks very... I guess 39 years ago, let's see him. Let me see if I could pull him up 39 years ago. He might look very ominous back then, but he looks like your average grandfather. You just sit there and you tell you war stories about how he used to bang uh, prostitutes in black and white. He's very, uh, yeah. Yeah, and again, yeah, you I, see. Got it's stuck. good news. Go ahead. I was just going to say, it's good news for Cynthia Wood's family, though. That's the woman he had murdered in Florida. So it's good that they finally have some closure. He's been busted. He's behind bars. Yeah. Um, some kind of compensation from him since he's been doing so well. Yeah, oh, they'll definitely take everything that he has. Hopefully he lives a good, hearty life so he could fucking rot in jail like the piece of shit he is. Yeah, see, it's, it's the people that you least expect. My next on neighbor. That's why I'm worried about it. It's the least expected person he yeah he looks uh let's see donald santini let's look him up uh when he was younger let's see but he definitely is italian so if anybody's listening out there i wasn't uh i don't feel like getting fucking whacked you know what i'm saying over there i'm fucking italian over here too okay relax relax yourself let's see uh donald santini when he was young yeah i'm not finding a lot of photos when he was young which is odd because he was on america's most wanted so you'd think we'd have more. No, I see him right here. He looks like he got a fucking pedophile mustache. He looks like a fucking French painting. He looks like he paints naked women right here. Florida man arrested four decades after strangling a woman. 
Look at him. He looks like a fucking pedophile with that mustache. I take yeah. it back. I, I absolutely take it back. Here, I'll send it to you. Right here. You want to take a mustache ride? You want to fucking take a mustache ride? Then it's crooked, too. Look at it. Oh, yeah. Okay, I do see that universe. Yeah, it looks like two caterpillars about to fucking fuck right on his face. What yeah, the fuck kind of mustache like, is that? Honestly, it looks like Post Malone's mustache. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think this guy sings a good rap. He definitely don't look like a rapper or a singer to me. Hey, he looks like a fucking maniac. I mean, looking at him now, he looks like an old fucking pear-shaped man. But again, he looks like, uh, you know, hey, welcome to Todd's neighborhood, children. Come on, hey. And they all sing songs. But back then, he looked like a, looked a little ominous. He looked like a creep, that mustache. In his mugshot, he's kind of smirking like he's proud of himself. And he's still got the fucking caterpillar mustache, except now it's gray looking. Yeah, and it's fluffier. He's got more hairs in it. Yeah, he's... Yeah, he doesn't... He looks... Uh, he does have good head of hair, though. He's still got a lot of hair for his age. Oh, that's good, because when he goes to prison, he can need something to grab on while they're fucking him in his ass. So, I mean, that's always a good, uh, you know... That's not too bad. I, I'm sure the prison that's inmates are going to like that. Yeah, it's necessary. It's nice. It's very, uh, can't think of the word. I'm like tying luscious. to the other person. Luscious. It's, it, oh, he's like, uh, he's hooking them up. Yeah. Because I'm pretty sure they're going to want to run their fingers through, uh, his hair. I'm sure he's going to have fun. Hey, he looks, he don't look, he, again, he looks like a regular grandfather in this fucking picture. If I wouldn't have known he strangled anybody, I would definitely sit in his lap at a mall and tell him what I wanted for Christmas. But not knowing that he strangled the shit out of somebody. Good for the family. I'm glad they caught him after that many years. That's crazy, though. I always, want, I always wanted to do that. Just run away. Not, not fucking strangle somebody. Just run away and see if I could live like they do, right? Just start my life over. Just leave. Not become like a mall saint or anything. Not because I murdered somebody. Just leave. I always watch these crime shows where people escape from fucking prison. And then they become like prominent people in neighborhood watches. I don't know. I always had that. It's very uh, romantic kind of deal. I always wanted to run away and start a life over again. Not not from the police, though. I don't want police chasing me. But that's crazy how you can live for 30 something years. Almost as long as I'm alive, he lived on the run, eluding cops. That's fucking nuts. Could you imagine that? I can't even imagine how you're able to adopt, like, five different aliases, different names, and get different jobs. Like, how do you do all that without new social security cards and shit? Well, it's probably, back then, when he probably started running away, what people, I think, would do is they would go and find dead people that died recently and rob their social security numbers and shit like that. I, I thought I heard something like that. I could yeah. be wrong. And, and no, they, they would... definitely do that. They definitely right. do that. Uh, how how did he get away with it for so long and get such a prominent job in San Diego? Well, let's also look at the other aspect of that. If I worked somewhere and I could get you a fake ID, I worked at the DMV and you come to me and say, hey, listen, there's $50,000. Get me a fucking fake ID. I'm not going to really question you. I'm probably just going to take the 50. I'm a shitty person, though, you know, so. Uh, and I'm from the Bronx, so we tend to be 
no criminal things. So if you came to me and said, hey, listen, $50,000, I want to, you know, because you, you're going to obviously be talking to people and meet people within your new life, I, I would imagine. For 39 years, he's probably met tons of people. So you just come to somebody and say, listen, I got some money. Get me an ID and, uh, you know, mind your fucking business. And how much you think they make at a DMV? Maybe, let's say $1,000 a week. You give somebody 50000 that's fucking Christmas forever, you know? So you, it could be like that. Depends. Money talks, you know? And possibly he was more established before it all happened as well. I don't know anything about his past, so I guess he could have had 50K laying around to do that. But I certainly don't, and I think that's why it blows my mind. Uh, that's true, that's true. Yeah, that that's a... Uh... Because you figure if you had 50K laying around, you murder somebody, you're on the run, you'd have to have that money on you because it's not going to be the bank. Because once it's in the bank, that shit's frozen. They're freezing that. All your assets, everything's frozen. So you're not going to be able to use that anywhere. So you'd have to have cash. I figure when people do shit like this, they unless it's like a spur to moment murder, like you just fucking road race shoot somebody. I, I feel like when people do shit like this, they have a, a plan. Like it's premeditated, right? Because he probably was thinking about killing her. So he probably already set shit up or he set up a little bit of a future for himself, which 39 years, that's a fucking long time. And you said they caught him in San Diego, right? Yeah. That's a, that's a lot of fucking people there. Not to realize that you're, you know, who you are. Again, I guess if you shave your pedo mustache... If he shaves his pedo mustache and his fucking weird scraggly hair, because he looks like a porno star from the fucking 70s, I guess if he shaved his mustache and his hair, he could look different. Or unless you just dye your hair, I, I don't know. Uh, and, we can obviously see that he did not shave his mustache or, uh, you know, cut his hair off. Maybe and that's how he's making he's his money. been on America's Most Wanted three fucking times, and nobody in San Diego noticed that this guy... Who runs and operates this fucking water water company or something is the guy. How did nobody just it didn't click? Well, nowadays everybody's got their head up their ass because they got there in their phones. You could fucking Jack the Ripper could walk past them. They wouldn't even get they'd probably take a fucking picture with him. Like, oh my God. Now, but back then, yeah, that's a real strange one. How he doesn't uh get spotted. Because people just don't really care that much maybe they don't watch america's most wanted you know or they just think there's no way there's uh, right no right way. It, it can't be him he would not do that he's such a nice man right and you look at the fucking picture of him now and you'd be like oh that's my great he gave me worth his candies i love butterscotch candy you know you'd, you'd be like come here sonny here's some butterscotch i'd be like no problem bob I wouldn't even think about that he's a murderer. I didn't even know about this till you said something. So I wouldn't even be looking for this guy. If he, he could fucking come up to me as the older him with the porn stash, the 1970s porn stash. He looks like he drives a Corvette. He's got greasy hair and definitely was in one or two Bush porn videos. So maybe he probably, he looks like he probably made homemade porn. But I wouldn't recognize this guy. So how many people like me that don't really uh, follow any of, uh, America's Most Wanted, even though I do like the true crime stuff, I don't really go on America's Most Wanted. You are more of that person that'll go, like, look for actual cases. Me, I'm just fascinated by the cases because I wanted to be a forensic detective. So I always thought that shit was cool. So I look at it a different way you look at it, you know? You, like, try to well, solve stuff and shit like that. Really, it's selfish. It's because I want that cash reward when I'm the one like, hey, he came into my shop. I saw him here on Tuesday. Yeah, he looks like he would definitely come into your shop for sure as the old guy and the young one. So thank God yeah. he didn't come in your shop. 
No, I wish you did because I could have been rich. I I don't know if I'd want to see the video of him coming in your shop or not, but I mean, I guess for argument's sake, now that I know about him, I guess I'd want to see Mark Twain's cousin, Todd Twain, coming in your shop. I think everybody would want to see it just for the fact that Mark Twain is coming in a public place in a shop with I people. I just feel like he has, he in this picture, he looks like if he pulls his drawers down, he's got really pasty white butt cheeks. So I'd want to see him clinch those as he's coming in your shop. Pull your sunglasses down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've never seen Santa Claus's ass, so. Hey, it's crazy, though. He's got such a smug face. Like, you want to just fucking flick him in his nose? He's, like, all proud that he just finally got caught. Sucks to be him, huh? Sucks to be the person... That had to deal with this. Who knows how long? 39 years. Maybe family members died. And don't even get to relish in the fact that he was caught this prick. Yeah. What I'm wondering. I'm going to have to look more into him. Because I bet he has a family and kids now too. His family and wife and kids are probably like, what? Yeah, right? That's, that's so nuts. What if... What if how do you feel like if he strangled somebody 39 years ago and he became like the board, he was like a good person, he turned his whole life around, you feel like he should he should get less time or not? No, he should do the same amount of time because he didn't take responsibility for his actions in the first place. That's crazy. That is, that is nuts. You, yeah, I feel the same way. I just, it's so weird. Like you were a, a degenerate back in the day and then he became like an upstanding citizen, and now it's like, fuck, you busted. If he was that upstanding, he, he would have turned himself in. And I mean, they may have given him a more lenient sentence for turning himself in. But now, since they had to do all this work to find him and to capture him, wasted all this money and stuff, then they're going to give it to him hard. How did he get captured? Did somebody find him, or did they find him? That's what I'm not really clear about yet. He reportedly walked into Hillsborough Sheriff in handcuffs Wednesday. Over oh, the community, thousand people just outside and arrested in connection to the cold case. I guess they just fit. Could you imagine that being a fucking cop? How many cops must have came on this case, on and off of this case, and they finally caught him? That's so crazy. Yeah, and hopefully, I mean, whoever was the lead in that case now hopefully they do you know aren't so cocky that they're like yeah i did this they're like no i had help from all the people the 30 or 40 years before me with all their information that they've left for me to dig through and just put the pieces together oh absolutely yeah that's crazy he eluded the cops more than a dozen aliases frequently changed his location he operated under the name of simon's he appeared at public meetings for town businesses. Yeah, he got accolades. He was like a real good guy, minus the fucking strangulation 39 years ago. That's so nuts. And how old was he when he went to prison? How, well, how he, old? He, huh? He's 65 now. When he was arrested on June 28th. Oh, okay. So he's like in his 30s. Yeah, he looks about in his 30s in this picture. Looks like a greasy fuck. I'll tell you that much. Looks like he needs to put some pert in his fucking hair. That's crazy. Yeah, that's 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 pretty strange. 
but thankfully for them. So they'd have been 60-something as well, probably, because uh, Cynthia Woods. That is so nuts how he got away so fucking long. But they said, this is that's what's crazy. Because th that, that's also another reason why he got away with it so long. Because the technology back then was like shit. And now, I mean, I, I wonder if he had like a, fa imagine he had like a fucking Facebook and shit. Like he had like a YouTube, like him making trains or some shit. Like how, that's crazy. 39 years and in a big ass city. That's probably why he got caught because he went to a big city. Because that's, if you notice, that's where he got caught. If he would have stood low, he'd have probably, probably died. And nobody would have yeah, known about people, him. People in small towns, they're nosy for, like, their neighbor's business. But right. They don't really go out of their way. But people in cities, like, there's more people to notice that do pay attention. Right. So you, you up your chances of getting caught in a bigger city. Because more eyes are looking at you. Whereas in a small city, as long as you keep your head down. Right. And don't really conversate with people, don't really touch on too much, just go in the store, get what you gotta get, leave, and yeah. Well, shit. Well, if you ever strangle anybody or murder somebody, at least you know uh, your blueprint. Just don't go to California. That's all. Uh, nobody wants to go to California. Everyone's leaving it. It's too expensive. That's that's very true. I live in New York, so um, it's not too much different than California, to be honest with you. I think if I murdered somebody, I would. You know what the fuck? I you know what? I don't think about murdering people, so I don't have to ever have to be on the run. I just want to go on the run for the hell of it, just for the fucking hell of it, just to. I don't think anybody would notice me anyway, because I yeah, yeah. I look. I'm a uh, bit of a hermit. So, so am I. Yeah, so am I. All right. Well, this uh, this has been quite fun for the first episode. I'll be honest with you. And, yeah, uh, it was. Good. I I like uh, sharing a little bit of my nerd interest with you, especially because I know you kind of like it too. Yeah. So we could always come back to this topic again eventually. Not this specific topic, but we could come back because obviously there's going to be a little bit of variety. It's going to be a little bit of everything. Um, but yeah, we could keep this topic open because I'm sure there'll be more stories and footage and videos we could watch and stuff like that but yeah it's been real fun it has been real fun uh where else can people find what you're doing other outside of this podcast uh i'll have the links in um in the podcast itself but it's going to be on most of the podcast streaming sites any any place you can find podcasts so apple spotify um apple spotify that's the only ones i know i'm sorry anybody else uh google youtube um like i said 12 to 8 eastern standard time wednesdays i'm going to try and do it live we can do this live in the actual chat room so we could have people actually uh interacting with us so if anybody wants to see it live it'll be in on twitch live and i will put the description below the links to everything below and you can come by and catch it live uh for anybody looking for the pre-recorded it'll be on youtube like i said youtube spotify google pretty much any one of the uh websites that hosts um podcasts as well as if you look up the service unavailable it's every single social media site we're on so just look any social media site and that's most likely us uh and that's where you can find us and i'll have all the links below 
And like I said, this was uh, quite fun for the first one. It was very engaging for the first one. I, I enjoyed it. And if anyone wants to reach out, maybe if they have podcast ideas or topics they want us to talk about, they could email. What's the email? The email would be the service unavailable podcast at gmail.com. And I'll leave the links to the Discord and everything. You can join our Discord. We're in there all the time. And you're more than welcome to give us ideas or talk to us, question us, give critique us. Uh, don't be too too harsh on me. And if you're my next door neighbor, I'm sorry about that story. Please don't kill me. Um, and yeah, that's that's pretty much it. So we'll probably do this once a week. Once we get it all sorted out, because it's obviously it's new. Once we get it all sorted out, the idea is to take it live. We'll do it live. We'll do some pre-recorded, some live. Uh, maybe Wednesdays, Thursdays. It depends. We're still up in the air on uh, when we're going to be posting them and so on and so forth. But if you want, stay tuned. Just go to any of the service unavailable podcast uh, sites, any of the social medias. They're all there. And uh, again, I'll leave all the rest of the links below for anybody watching in. I appreciate anybody who watched this. And leave some comments. Let us know how we could do better or worse. I don't think we could do any worse than that, but... Uh, if, if shit, it works all the time. Yeah. And if shit hits the fan, I'll just go topless near my pool. I mean, so that should bring, that's how it works on Twitch anyway. So <laughs> I could always do that. Sorry. That was weird. All right. So again, why are you saying you don't want to see me topless near my pool? No, I said get a kiddie pool, but you need to fill it with like jello or pudding. A kiddie pool with like cats on it or like a kiddie pool, like the oh. small ones. Oh, like the small ones for kids. And I got to fill it with jello. Okay. That's uh, strange. Going to have jello in my. Okay. All right. Well, I think we'll end it on that one. I think we gave them enough to think about now. That was a bad way to. But I guess it was good to give them that image on these uh, true crimes things because they're already probably horrified. So that's just another uh, nightmare that they could have tonight. So I appreciate having you. And uh, hopefully you will join me on the next few podcasts. And we'll do this again sometime. All right. Sounds good. Can't wait. Thank you. All right. You have anything to plug? Uh, not right now. I'll save right. that. Time. All right. All right. That sounds good. All right, Kat. Well, it was nice uh, talking to you. It was great talking to you, Bruce. All righty. Thank you very much. I'm going to go put all my lights on because I'm a little bit creeped out now by this guy's mustache. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening to us. And we hope you join us soon again for our next podcast. Have a good night. Bye. Thanks for joining us. Mustache rides for free.